Uswiduskak's Dream, The Wise One's Dream, An Alaskan Tale of Adventure by Patty Layton, with assistance from April Lactonin Counselor and elders from the Aleutic Museum Language Club. Introduction This is a story about imaginary people and an imaginary place inspired by Kodiak Island in Alaska and the native Aleutic people. The story is set in the 19th century when the Achnat, sea otters, and Hydrolutris, meaning in Greek, otter in the water, were thought to have been exterminated by hunters seeking their valuable furs. The boy, Dunkik, has been sent on a mission by Uswiduskak, the wise old man of his village. The old man, Uswiduskak, has a dream about some surviving Achnat, sea otters, hidden in a remote bay. He remembers how important the Achnat were to the people of his village. It is summertime, and Dunkik is accompanied by his reluctant younger brother, Kukuwak, or Kuku for short. Chapter 1 The two boys knelt in the rocking kayak. They were floating at the entrance of a dark tunnel that disappeared through a high, rocky ridge at one end of a wide bay. We'll go now, shouted Kuku. Not yet. Wait, Dunkik held up his hand. It won't be long. Hold steady and be ready. His brother Kuku dipped his paddle in the water. Not yet, I said. Steady the kayak. Dunkik scowled at his younger brother. He flicked a splash of icy cold water in the direction of Kuku. Dunkik knew they must watch and wait until the water was deep enough for them to pass safely through the gap with the incoming high tide behind them. But they must be through before the water became too deep, rapid, and dangerous. They had paddled for many days since they left their cozy home camp on the far side of this large island. The lightweight kayak, constructed from skins stretched tightly over a wooden frame, had explored coves and reefs, river mouths, and rugged cliffs. It had battled the weather and moods of the ocean before it reached this strange, steep rock wall. Dunkik felt a surge of excitement as he noticed the large bald eagle perched on the crest of the ridge. This eagle had drifted back and forth in the sky above them each day on their long, adventurous journey. It was so handsome, with its large white face and neck, huge curved yellow beak, and those big yellow eyes. We're waiting for you to show us, Kumariak, he whispered. Was this really the place of Uswiduskak's dream? Was this a picture that floated in people's thoughts but was never mentioned in their words? The eagle watched. The boys waited. Suddenly, the eagle ruffled its feathers and glared at the two boys sitting in their kayak near the small opening to the tunnel. The eagle's outstretched wing suddenly caught the wind as it lifted over the high ridge between the hidden inlet and the open bay. The big raptor swooped down toward the small kayak as if diving to catch a fish. Kuku screamed and ducked. The bird curved swiftly upwards just before it reached the boys, rose up over the high sea wall, and disappeared over the other side. It's time to go, cried Dunkik. Kuku struggled up and grabbed his paddle. Dunkik was already dipping his paddle evenly in the water. The tunnel entrance looked dark and frightening as they approached it. The water swirled into it through a deep, swift channel. The boys hesitated once more. Kuku clutched his paddle tightly. Let's wait, Dunkik replied softly. No, the kayak will go. He urged it forwards. It was immediately caught in the strong current and propelled into the darkness. Pull up your paddle, Guku, and hold tight. Dunkik kept his paddle in the water and deftly steered the fragile craft away from the rock walls as they were thrust forward. 
Guku pulled in his paddle, put his head on his knees, and shut his eyes tightly. He moaned to himself as he rocked back and forth. Where are we going? Take me home. I hate this place. There was a gleam far ahead that faintly illuminated the water and walls. The surging water dragged them towards the faint glow. The tunnel was cold and dank and smelt of salty seaweed and dead fish. Dunkirk's ears were filled with the sounds of the water lapping, slapping, and swishing. The sound echoed off the rock walls, and he became aware that it was not a fierce noise. It was like a song with rhythm and hope, and his body and paddle became instruments in the music of the water tunnel. Swish, splash, swish, splash. The light ahead gradually grew brighter, and a flow of fresh air brushed his face. Swish, splash, swish, splash, swirl. With a tumble of wavelets, the kayak burst out of the tunnel and spun sideways into calm, shallow water. Guku slowly raised his head and blinked in the bright sunlight. What is it? Where are we now? Dunkirk sat tall with his paddle balanced on the kayak. They floated in a small, protected inlet. Snow-capped mountains in the background gleamed gold in the sun. Dunkirk gazed about him. I have never seen anywhere so beautiful. This must be the place of Uswiduskak's dream. Look at the shiny Nuyait. Dunkirk pointed over the turquoise, glassy water to where an underwater field of kelp swayed this way and back again. Wary white seagulls, their yellow beaks tipped with bright red, flapped and fluttered around them. Their curious screeches disturbed the quietness of the place. They settled in the water and stared at the boys. Guku spoke in a hoarse whisper. Where are we? Why did we go through that tunnel to this strange place? Dunkirk did not reply. His hand went to a cord hanging around his neck. He could feel something hard and small, partly smooth and partly sharp. What happens now? I'm hungry. Guku whacked his paddle on the surface of the water, sending up a spray of droplets. Let's go ashore on that little beach over there, suggested Dunkirk. We need to find water. They dipped their paddles and slipped through the placid wavelets until they reached a beach covered with smooth, rounded, black and gray slate pebbles, some with a band of white quartz. Dunkirk lifted his eyes. The eagle was there, almost motionless, just a speck against the blue. The dot in the sky faded and soon disappeared in the far distance. Kuyana kumariak. You guided us so well, Dunkirk murmured a thank you. Guku turned around. What did you say? We have arrived.